Broadcasting live from Nashville, Tennessee, this is the Campfire Cafe on the Equestrian Legacy Radio Network. One, two, you better get Western now. Oh, I'm the best pair of cowboy boots. I'm a six-gun baby and I'm ready to shoot. Knocked all the trail dust off of my steps since the hang on girls, it's gonna get western. Hang on girls, it's gonna get western. Close all the doors, batten down the hatches, hide all your women, put away the matches. You city girls don't know what you've been missing. So hang on girls, it's gonna get western. Hang on girls, it's gonna get western. I like my horses fast and my girlfriends faster, a little bit wild and a whole lot sassy. You thought you knew loving, babe, I'll teach you a lesson. So hang on, girls, it's gonna get western. Hang on, girls, it's gonna get western. Close all the doors, batten down the hatches, hide all your women, put away the matches. You city girls don't know what you've been missing. So hang on, girls, it's gonna get western. Hang on, girls. It's gonna get western. Things will loosen up a little bit, 
but of course we still have to be careful. Um, yes, as we, do. we go, yeah, you know, this yeah. new strain that's starting to develop, yep. they say, is worse than the first one. So um, yep. we should have resistance to that with the shots, but we still need to be careful. So anyway, we are not going to be careful today on the show. We <laughs> have a fantastic show lined up for the next couple of hours. And who is joining us for the Campfire Cafe? In our first hour, and they're standing by in Nashville, we've got brothers Jesse and Noah Bellamy. All right, so we are certainly looking forward to talking with Jesse and Noah. And then in the second hour of the show, we're going to be visiting with our good friend, Mr. Robert Eversole on Saddle Up America. So it's going to be a fun two hours, but we're going to kick things off with Jesse and Noah. And right now, let's listen to one of their great songs. It's called Austin Keeps Me Weird. And we may have to find out where that name came from when we talk with Jesse and Noah. But right now, let's take a listen to that. and We'll be visiting with them soon on the Campfire Cafe. Behind you like a fool To the bright lights of Austin Though I wasn't much for school A short five years later You drove back to Plano in tears I guess Plano kept you saner Just like Austin keeps me weird I stayed behind and adapted Folks here say I'm fitting in They don't sit around and judge me Playing games, guessing at my sin I spent the weekend in Dallas But Dallas doesn't roll with how I'm here In Dallas women make you crazy I know Austin keeps me weird Hey Rocky and Danny Said to tell you the medication's working out She's spending summer in New Braunfels catching Just 
don't turn it into Houston. I need Austin to keep me here. I know that God created Austin, cause deep down he made us all a little weird. Welcome back to the award-winning Campfire Cafe on the Equestrian Legacy Radio Network. We just heard Austin Keeps Me Weird, written and performed by today's guest brothers, Jesse and Noah Bellamy, from their album, Neon Pike. Jesse and Noah have a wide array of music in their background. Born in Darby, Florida, the brothers were raised on the family cattle ranch, but chose music as a career. By the time they moved to Nashville in 2002, they were well-versed in the older country music that their grandmother loved and the pop country sounds played by David and Howard Bellamy, known around the world as the Bellamy Brothers. David Bellamy just happens to be their dad. Then there were the pop and rock influences they listened to as teens. Jesse and Noah have always talked about sibling harmonies, and they are well-rounded musicians and songwriters. As close as they are as brothers, they can almost read each other's mind when it comes to writing the songs they write and record. They easily move from country to Americana, adding a tinge of rock and roll and southern rock or bluegrass. Their songs are moving stories of people and places they have known as well as rockin' numbers that inspire their audience to get up and dance. Slow ballads are among their favorites but they also like to rock out with electric guitars wailing. Songs range from wonderful stories of their grandfather to commentaries on today's world. Please welcome to Campfire Cafe making their first appearance with us, Jesse and Noah Bellamy. Welcome. Thank you, Bobby. Thank you for having us. <laughs> Good morning, guys. Morning. morning. Morning, Gary. How is everyone today? Uh, everybody's good. Getting, getting moving, getting some coffee. <laughs> Plenty of coffee. Plenty it's, of coffee. It's earlier. It's, it's, yeah. It's earlier there. Plenty it's earlier there, huh? <laughs> it's later. No, it's earlier. Yeah, I'm. I'm still there. half. I'm still half awake. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I need more coffee. I need more coffee. So, how are things in Nashville? I haven't been there uh, in things, about six months. I'm ready to get back. Things are good. Things are good in Nashville. We've actually been uh, quite busy. We've, we've been playing at Layla's uh, downtown on Tuesdays and Fridays and uh, starting to see some people out and start, they're starting to let people dance again. Wow. Good. It's a good sign. Yeah. It is a good sign. It is a good sign. So what have you guys done during the worst of this pandemic? What what's what's been I mean a lot of artists have just been staying at home, not able to perform. Uh, what have you guys been up to? Well, we uh, we we recorded an album. Uh, and of course, it started at the at the very beginning of the the pandemic. The first thing we started was uh, was the, the current single, The Vision, and right. uh, we started that at, at the very. At the very beginning of the pandemic, and then by the end of the summer, we had written a few more songs, and we went down 
I think it was in August uh, to we went down to the ranch in Florida to our, our dad's place and uh, hijacked hijacked their studio for a little bit and cut uh, eight songs, I believe. Oh wow! Yeah. Wow! Yeah. So so are the eight songs on an album now that's out? Uh, it's not out. No, it's that's that'll be coming. I don't. I think what we've decided to do is roll out singles rather than a full album. I think we're just gonna release uh, sing, singles. You know, approximately every four weeks for the rest of the right. rest of the year, and then by the time it all gets out, it'll be a a complete album. Okay. So I, I want to ask you, I mean, a lot of folks are just not even doing CDs anymore or, or they're doing vinyl, you know, just as a, I guess, yeah. a collector's uh, item. As a are collector's you doing item. that? Yeah. And, uh, no, we're not really even doing, uh, I mean, I guess as, as, uh, as shows come back and, and we're, you know, able to, you know, see if we're, if we can sell that sort of stuff at, at shows, Right. Um, we'll we'll sort of get things pressed, sort of as needed and as there's demand for it. But um, a lot of people are are just not. Um, yeah, the physical CDs. It's it's almost like a collector's item as well. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah. The same same as vinyl. Yeah, yeah. Um, my wife, my wife is a singer songwriter, and uh, during this shutdown she has played some kind of like you are at Lila's but she's doing that out here in Utah and I know she she stole CDs the other night but said we don't have a CD player we just want you to sign the CD you know right, that's exactly. kind of the way it is isn't it that's the way it is it's a uh, think of it more as a merch item uh, yeah and the and the um, yeah it's um yeah it's definitely changed because it's when you when you record an album you sort of I don't know. I mean, I grew up with albums, so so right. uh, it's kind of <laughs> when you go in with with several songs, you want like a consistency there, and and, mm-hmm. and that's what you're kind of going for. But uh, but as far as you know, as far as releasing them, I, I think I think singles is is going to be the way to go. It can, it puts more emphasis on each song as they come out, and um, gives you a chance to just you know to just kind of keep working it in the, in the social media, uh, yeah. Realm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's kind of funny because I'm old. I'm much older than you guys. I'm more like your dad's age. So when I was growing up, it was 45s, you know, everybody was putting right. 45s out. So you had the A side and the B side. And sometimes the B side was a whole lot better than the A side, but, uh, they found that out. Yeah, later. totally. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I, 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 had the idea for like a virtual 45 where we could, you know, release two at a time. But, but I think it's, I think we'll get more mileage if we just kind of um, release one at a time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think you're right. It'll, that, that'll that's... last, last throughout the year. <laughs> yeah. That's, that seems to be what more and more people are going to. We're just going to cut a single and then, you know, eventually they make come out with an EP or something, but uh, yeah, that's pretty much what it's going to. And you guys are kind of on the cutting edge, you know, so that's really cool. I want to get to a song right quickly. And uh, this song is one that I just fell in love with when I heard it. And uh, and I have shared your video on social media uh, for the past week. And it's one called Liner Rose. Tell us about the song and tell us about the two gals who were playing with you on it. 
Oh, that's uh, so that's um, uh, Lily May and Scarlett Rishi playing with us. Uh, Lily May on fiddle and Scarlett on on uh, uh, mandolin and uh, yeah, they're uh, they're sisters. That so that that album, the Neon Pike, we ended up so we had uh, Lily May and Scarlett who were sisters playing on it. Me and Noah. We had Dad uh-huh. Howard and then the the two guys, Jason and Sambo Muncevaz. The engineer, they were brothers, so we had like oh, four wow. sets of siblings all working on the same, <laughs> the same album. <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, this is absolutely great, and our worldwide audience is going to love this. This is Lionel Rose. This is Jesse and Noah. She's the 
charge Miss Lana Rose. and Noah Bellamy today on the Campfire Cafe. And uh, that is a, that is just such a great song. I love that. And the video is great. Absolutely great. So <laughs> you're very welcome. So we talked just a little bit about you guys being down in Darby, Florida, growing up on a cattle ranch. So how was it growing up in Darby, Florida, on a cattle ranch? Were you, were you cowboys? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> that was pretty quick. No. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, luckily there was a recording studio on, on the cattle ranch as well. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. So, uh, yeah, we, we sort of like opted for that work rather than the, rather than the, <laughs> rather than the, the hard work. <laughs> I got you. I got you. Well, I've talked to a few cowboys that changed over to music because they said it was a lot easier on their bodies than, you know, busting bronze or something. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So you grew up in a musical family. We, you know, that's obvious. Uh, When did each of you start deciding that you were interested in music and that you'd like to follow music as a career? Uh, I think, uh, it just sort of happened. <laughs> it, it's not, um, uh, I don't, I don't know that it was a, yeah, I don't know that it was a decision or that we didn't really know that there was anything else, you know? Uh, we, we, our only other option was, was, you know, was, was being a cowboy. So, <laughs> <laughs> so when did it start for you? When did it start? Uh, early, early, early teens. Uh, okay. Started playing in little like uh, local gigs and stuff like that, and and uh, just yeah, just <laughs> been at it ever since. So how much it's, difference? Uh, I mean, between... surprisingly, stuff yes, stuff hasn't really. Yeah, how much? You got to do. <laughs> how much okay. difference in your ages? Uh, uh, who's the oldest? Probably seven... <laughs> like seventeen months. Oh, so, so you're pretty close. Yeah, you're, yeah. you're kind of like yeah, you're kind of like me and my brother. So, so you guys started just playing together. Did you just pick up guitars and start, you know, fiddling with it and decide, oh, we're going to go do some local gigs or something? Yeah, we well, we we started out. Uh, this is Noah talking. I know I haven't okay. spoken much yet. Um, we started out. I wondered if you were there, forming, Noah, forming a little band. And things with, with friends of ours, 
know, I I played music um, really since I was about nine. You know. Okay. And the school band and stuff like that. So, you know, we started out just forming little bands with friends of ours, and you know, they didn't sound great, but you know, just have to start somewhere. <laughs> and eventually, eventually, they into some bands that we could could work and play around. You know, as we got older, playing more clubs and things, and traveling around Florida, playing Tampa, Gainesville, Orlando. Uh, kind of college towns and things like that. Right, right. And uh, do you do you remember your first gig? I don't remember what our what would we call our first gig. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know what the yeah I don't know what would the first one that gig. paid the first one that paid the first you. one that paid hey oh, yeah uh, uh, earlier this month. Our current gig. Your current oh. gig. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, no, I told seems, you guys. Well, you know how it is. It's like you kind of put the it. It kind of you kind of just always always end up even, you know. <laughs> right. Right. Wow. But, um, well, I I told uh, you guys did, a little bit about. Go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say I think we did like a little like talent show thing maybe in middle school. Uh, it was kind of the first time we kind of played publicly, kind of together or whatever. But, uh, but yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what would be considered the first kid because you know there's a lot of like talent <laughs> shows and, and battle the bands and stuff like that. Not the not the paying time. <laughs> right, right. I got you. I got you. Well, I was talking to you a little bit during the break about my five-year-old grandson. And he was sitting in my lap the other day, and uh, and your publicist, uh, Vernell Hackett, had sent me uh, the video clip and the, just the song of The Vision. And he happened to be sitting in my lap when I played the video, and I had to play that stinking thing over for him three times. So that's like, and this is like a five-minute video, so it was like yeah, just a long minute. Yeah, yeah, you know, it wasn't like just, you know, you're over and done. But he just fell in love with you guys. He fell in love with your music. And uh, so tell us a little bit about writing of the vision, and tell us a little bit about the video itself, because you guys are not in the video. Uh, yeah, uh, we... Uh... Uh, see Noah. Noah had like the the chorus kind of uh, done and sort of had a, a sort of demo version of the track, and then uh, I just sort of helped flesh out the story a little bit. And then we we cut the we cut the demo and we sent it we sent it to some friends of ours in Arizona. This is at the very beginning of the pandemic, so this is kind okay. of the first the first thing we did. Uh, sent it to some friends of ours in Arizona and. Um, and then he was saying, well, we can try, uh, we can try, you know, working together sort of over, over like a webcam. And um, so we were able to, to actually sort of work with them in Arizona while we were here in, in Nashville. Wow. And, uh, and put it all together. And uh, so, yeah, we just sort of wrote it as, as we kind of put the track together. That's, that's sort of more and more the way we were doing things. 
Oh wow, that's an interesting yeah. that's an interesting process to go through. Well, it's a fun video, <laughs> yeah. and it is a it is a great song. And not only did my five year old grandson like it, but my seventeen year old daughter liked it as well. So, and I'm not going to say how old my wife is, but she liked it too. So this is a great awesome, song. Awesome. It, that's good to hear. It is it is called the Vision. We're talking with Jesse and Noah today on the Campfire Cafe.
With a little bit of good luck, freedom's all they'll ever know. Talking with Jesse and Noah Bellamy, and we just listened to their most recent release, The Vision, and that had uh, Jesse on lead and harmony vocals and Noah on lead and harmony vocals, guitar, piano, and organ. And um, and welcome back. It's so fun having you um, guys with us today. This this song, The Vision, um, the last. Uh, the last chorus, speak it in the old language, though I may not understand it. I can feel your words and wisdom when you tell me how you dreamed it, the vision. So I want to know about your songwriting process. What, uh, where did this song come from and how did you, how was it born and how did you collaborate on it or any of your, your songs? Oh uh, yeah. Oh uh, no. You want to take that one? Oh uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think I had this chorus idea, and it, it's kind of like working. You know, the chorus actually does tell it. The chorus kind of tells the complete story uh, in some ways, but when you hear it first, you may not. Uh, you know, it's like you hear the chorus, and then you, um, and each verse kind of explains what what the chorus means. I think. Uh, mm-hmm. Was the idea that? Um, so yeah, I'm not not really sure how you know with the chorus. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so do does one of you get an idea and start to kind of work with it and then hand it off to the other, or do you sit together and say, okay, let's write a song? Yeah, kind of how? <laughs> no, no, we like that's the thing. We rarely sit together. It's more it's more like ping pong. Uh, yeah, yeah. Usually, uh, I try to I try to have a complete uh, version of the song completed, or yeah, you know. And, and I'll have I, mean, I come in with like just a complete skeleton. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like 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 no no will come in with, with stuff that's more finished, and then and then I'll come in with with stuff that's a little like that's that's really bare bones, like especially with some of this the last stuff we we cut. Um, like, like they, you know, they were just kind of bare bones songs, and we went ahead and cut them with the band, and then I sort of finished lyrics sort of after the fact on, on my stuff. Oh. So, um, wow. 
Well, but we, a lot yeah, of, we, just, we do it different ways. <laughs> a lot of the music that we listen to, and I spent quite a bit on uh, time on the, your Bandcamp page and listened to other music that we weren't going to play today, and it's wonderful when the lyrics are also available on the Bandcamp page. Um, yes, that is, that is yeah, one yeah, of the things about, about Bandcamp. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I like that about that, too. <laughs> yeah, it, I, I it like really is. I like Bandcamp for a lot of very, reasons, yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> when we were talking before about CDs, you know, one of the things that I really love about CDs is the information that comes with them, whether there's actually some liner notes or at least the credit lines. So I know, if, was this a cover? Did they write this? I... I I miss not getting that information when I just have MP3s to listen to, you know. <clears throat> so I really enjoyed that you had that information on Bandcamp. But what I was, of course, recognizing is so many of your songs are stories, story songs. And um, especially when you revisit the lyric, you listen, you listen to the song. Now I read the lyric and I listen again. It's like, oh, wow, that's such a cool story. <laughs> Um, do you, do you think in story or, or does it evolve as you're writing it that it becomes, you say, oh, let's add a little more. Let's, we could really do something with this, you know, let's make a story. Uh, I think it, it, it depends. Um, like, like I, I tried to, um, I mean, early on I would write a lot of, uh, sort of story narrative kind of songs and then I'd sort of even tried to back away from it a little bit because it felt like you could only get away with it, you know, like, you know, once per album or whatever. But it, but it, it, it actually turns out that the audience really, really likes that and really relates to that. So it's, you know, um, uh, something that we, um, yeah, sort of brought back into it. Um, but then, I, you know, I like songs that are just melodic as well. So, so um uh, yeah, I think we just try and we just like try and have a good variety of things, you know, every time we go into the studio. Yeah. I think uh, Gary, uh, Gary, oh. I think are you are you going to do this time was built on heartbreak next? That is coming up next. <laughs> do you guys want to tell a little talk a little bit about that song? Um, this town was built on heartbreak. What a great song! <laughs> oh yeah, it's a, so yeah, it's a, it's a it's one about Nashville. Um, and part of it came from just living here during a, a time where it changed a lot. Um, you know, we've lived here for about 18 years. And even before that, when we were kids, we would come and visit here. And then, then something happened, you know, about 10 years ago, I guess, it started to really, really change really fast. Um, you know, a lot of new buildings being built, a lot of old ones being mm-hmm. uh, torn down. It just it just changed completely. Like, you know, the skyline now is completely different than it was back then. And just, you know, a lot of people coming in and not knowing that the, the whole history of it. And, you know, people who have been here five years acting like they know everything, basically. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like when, when, not yeah, not really knowing the history of, of, of country music and how it uh, yeah how it shaped everything here. So 
All right, well, let's take a listen to this song. It's called This Town Was Built on Heartbreak Songs. We'll be back in just a moment to talk more with Jesse and Noah on the Campfire Cafe.
Drake songs. We're talking with Jesse and Noah Bellamy today, and um, things are changing in Nashville, aren't they? <laughs> Most yeah, definitely. I think it's going to slow down. <laughs> I don't know if it'll slow. I don't think so. I think it's. I think it's just going to be. Yeah, it's just going kind to of keep going. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, it's, hopefully, I wish it would slow down here a little longer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We we've kind of been looking at housing in Nashville just the last month or so, and oh, yeah. uh, because <laughs> I, you know, we're moving back to Nashville, and it's like goodness. Where did that price come from? You know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah don't crazy. you wish you'd have just bought up all of East Nashville whenever you moved here? <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I do. Yeah. I wish that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's funny. My family grew up in East Nashville, and uh, you know, you look at the way that that thing has changed over the course of really, guys, for. 50 years it's just unbelievable yeah oh absolutely but, yeah. but just in the last 10 we were talking about that you know if you look at it and changes that have taken place in 10 years the skyline and uh you know i i drive out to where um baptist hospital is and it's like i don't even know the buildings out there anymore it's crazy <laughs> it's crazy yeah yeah wow wow well, I have. I can I jump in ahead. with a question? Yeah, we're talking in. about Nashville. So I yeah. saw a, at least one photo of you at the Opry. So oh, yeah. how often? Yeah. So have you have you performed there? And and do you remember the first time? And what's it like we, to? We've only performed the. We've only performed there at once. <laughs> okay. And uh, so we report. We performed with with Dad and Harry. We did. Uh, we did one of our songs. Uh, the thing I remember is Noah's guitar didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's cause it's, a, it's a throw and go. That's the thing. It's such a throw and go kind of thing. You don't get a sound check. You don't get a. And that's probably why it's done. Yeah. Actually, that's why yeah. I've pretty much quit using guitar pedals altogether. That's oh gosh. Straight in. <laughs> wow, well, wow. you know, people don't realize that there is no sound check. You just come on. You just come on. Yeah, you gotta kind of just go throw and go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I hope I hope that we get to we get to come back uh, at, at some point. It was, it was a few years ago, um, and uh, yeah, we, I mean, we've uh, we've talked to a couple people about maybe like getting us on uh, as a, as a feature, but it just it hasn't happened um, as of as of yet. Mm-hmm. Well, it will. Mm-hmm. It, we, will. We'd love it will. To, yeah, we'd love to go back and do it again, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're not even they're not at full capacity yet. You know, things I don't know that they even have the number of performers uh, that they did have. Are they? Yeah, I don't think, I think so. Uh, it's just kind of a house band situation too now. I think mm-hmm. I think it's it's kind of more like uh, yeah, like what is it, three performers or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And, and it was so the same band. Yeah, and it was so strange, you know, it doesn't seem like it's been but just a few months ago where that was it. I mean, there was nobody in the audience and they maybe had three performers that were socially distanced and right. maybe just one or two folks backing them up and so, you know, it's starting to come back again, kind of like we were talking okay, about yeah, it, I I listen yeah, downtown. In, in a second. 
Yeah, yeah. But uh, anyway, I want to get to another song real quickly. We're starting to run out of time. It's one called What's to Be Done With Me. Tell us about this song. Uh, well, this one, again, we've got uh, Lily Mae and Scarlett playing on it, and uh, we just wanted to write just a traditional, you know, just a, uh, probably Haggard would be the, uh, most definitely Haggard would be the, the sort of main influence on this one. Um, All right, well, that, especially, that especially ain't sort a, of, that, sort of, <laughs> yeah, I just started sort saying that's not a bad influence, not at all. Oh no! I'm, I absolutely yeah. We our our grandmother instilled <laughs> Merle Haggard into us like from from the get go. So, um, and uh, yeah, this we were just sort of going for 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 that, and we wanted something to to be able to bring Lily Mae and Scarlett into play on. So we just wanted to write something traditional. All right. Well, it, um, it'd be all right with me if you brought Lily Mae and Scarlett in on more stuff. They're they're pretty awesome. <laughs> Oh, they're amazing! Yeah, they're amazing. Oh, and check out uh, Lily May's uh, last few albums are are all brilliant. And um, and then oh, their brother Frank is is one of the best guitarists I've ever seen. And and um, and then their their other sister. Yeah, the whole um, family can play. That's, great, that's the whole the whole family the plays. Yeah. <laughs> they got well, more they can all play. <laughs> yeah, there may be something about talent in family, Bellamy's. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but anyway, let's take a listen yeah, to this well, song. Yeah, it's growing up and playing together. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's to be done with me? It's Jesse and Noah. Simple solution to an age-old problem. Sounds pretty good about now. Cause I don't Back in my brain What 
that east side hustle Try to chase the time Then you could break the news For just one at a time Legacy Radio Network. We'll be back in just a moment with our special guest today, Mr. Robert Eversole.
Campbell's, why do you roam? Cowboy Campbell, you can't stay at home. The cattle are ballin', they lonesome winds callin'. Cowboy Campbell, why do you roam? You ride round all day on that big handsome bay, trailing doggies or looking for strays. Your mind's on the whiskey you won't drink tonight. You're in a cow camp and it's mighty dry. Cowboy, cowboy, why do you roam? Cowboy, cowboy, you can't stay at home. The cattle are falling, a lonesome wind's calling. Cowboy, cowboy, why do you roam? First of December, you left the Caltimber. Followed those cows down to that feed ground. Then you kept riding, your horse was even hiding. What's with you cowboys? You can't stay put. Cowboy, cowboy, why do you roam? Cowboy, cowboy, you can't stay at home. The cattle are falling, they lonesome winds calling. Cowboy, cowboy, why do you roam? Legacy Radio Network. I'm your host, Gary Holt. Joining me is my co-host, Miss Bobby Bell, and we are welcoming our special guest today, Mr. Robert Eversole, the Trailmeister. Good morning, Robert. Good morning. Good to be here. Good to good to be chatting again. Good to have you to chat with. So what's the weather you- like? The weather in uh, Escalante, Utah, or Escalante as they call it, is beautiful and about 65, 70 degrees right now. And I think it's about the same in Albuquerque, isn't it, Bobby? Yeah, it's uh, 73 now, I think, since uh, we've been talking. (laughs) How about about where you are, sir? I think it's in the 50s, and so far this morning it was raining, then it was snowing, oh, no. and then it went back to the oh, rain, no. then the sun came out, and now it's sleeting. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, uh, gosh. It's spring well, again. 
Yeah, 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 it's 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 weather, you know, and it'll change, <laughs> and it'll be beautiful out there too. Hey, I want to <laughs> update our audience real quickly. Last week we talked about a proposal that someone with a with a city in Fairview, Tennessee, had made that at Bowie Park that trail riders would have to carry would have to ride with manure bags on their horses. Just one like of the in New most, York City. Yeah, yeah, except this is not New York City and so we're not <laughs> on paved streets. So it was a ridiculous proposal. And uh our good friend Randy Rasmussen with Backcountry Horseman was on the show last week. And so he sent information to several people in Fairview, and they had responded to him that as a result of the material that he had sent, that that proposal was defeated. Nobody, nobody voted for that. It was completely done away with. (laughs) We're happy to report no manure bags in Bowie Park in Fairview, Tennessee. So I told folks we'd update them this week, and so we have. But, Randy, thank you for sending out that information to those friends of mine in Fairview. And uh, hopefully we will not have manure bags in uh, any of our national parks. No No kidding. Mm -hmm. I can't even even imagine (laughs) Yeah. Oh. That was hilarious. Well, it was hilarious. I believe it. Yes. But it's a thing. I every place yeah. you go, I mean it's it's a thing. And I, I I can't blame hikers and bicyclists for not running wanting to run across road apples. Um uh, they can go you know, around. Them. I'm not that's they kinda what I figure and Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um Great for the trails, yeah. great fertilizer, you know, biodegradable, <laughs> all of the good stuff. There you go. So, anyway, <laughs> so despite the fact that it's sleeting and snowing and raining where you are, in a big part of the country now, we have gotten through most of our winter. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there may be a little bit more to come. But most of it's gone, and I think people are just ready to be out on the trails. And I trail agree. Now, you know, it's I like agree. this has been a long, stinking winter. And, that uh, it has. Oh, yeah, yeah. So tell us what people need to be doing right now to be ready to hit the trails and uh, and I and I want to find out from you in just a little bit later uh, about some of your favorite trails to ride yourself. Okay. But uh, but but yeah, give us give us what do we need to be doing right now today, Thursday, today. April the eighth, Thursday. Yes. Well, if you yes. haven't already done it, I would say you need to make sure that you're truck and trailer are ready to haul all those critters safely there you go um, yeah I, I i took the big trailer in i guess month and a half two months ago i guess and got the you know the the brakes adjusted and bearings greased or whatever magic they work in there you know um, right went through most of the stuff i go through myself but 
you know, bigger things like that, I, I have the pros do. But, yeah, I want to make sure that the that the trailer is, is safe for all involved. Took the truck in, made sure that it was it was good to go. Uh, still have to take the little trailer in. I'm, I'm lazy like that. Um, and then we've been working just a whole lot and getting everybody legged up uh, for those longer rides of summer. This is a great time to, you know, go on those smaller, closer, closer rides right. and uh, make sure everybody's together. I got to tell you, this first few rides, I was sore. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, so I not only do you have to wider. leg the horses, yeah, you have to leg the horses up, but you got to toughen your butt a little bit, I guess. Huh? Yeah, exactly. Uh, and uh, so we're working through all of that. Uh, you know, best laid plans through the winter. I'm going to work with each of my critters for 15 minutes every day. All that. Sometimes it, it did. Sometimes it didn't. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. You know, probably, re- reminding them probably, that. Yeah, probably a good time to make sure all your tech is in shape, too. That it is. I've been telling Celeste, first 70-degree day that we have, I'm going to pull all the tack out of the out of the tack room and set it up on stands, you know, outside where the sun can get to it and just oil everything up. Be a nice, nice day to, to spend oiling tack. Yeah, um, yeah. I think we have... Another little ways to go before we see a seventy degree day here, though. <laughs> oh no! So, I, I've been I've been wiping that. Uh, I don't know if it's mold or old oil or what it is. That that little bit of a white sheen that tack gets on it after you haven't used it for a while. Yeah, yeah, mm, uh-huh. yeah. Another. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I've been I've been I've been wiping that off, and then well, cocoa. I've been riding Coco. She had her first ride last week. Yeah. Wow. How did that go? I mean, you're still here, so I guess it went okay. I'm 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 still here. I'm walking and talking. So it was it was fairly uneventful. Um, She has a sticky gas pedal, so trying to figure out how best to to fix that. But I'd rather have 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 a sticky gas pedal than a sticky brake. So that's yeah yeah yeah. Yes, yeah, kind of work on slowing them down instead of speeding them up. You know that's yeah. You know, so, Robert, so, I I noticed yeah. that Ruger was getting his spring haircut the other day. Oh yes, yes. Everybody got <laughs> got got spring spiffies. <laughs> that that's was a pretty good thing cool. to be doing now too, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, they're all the hairs coming off. You go out and. And you sneeze for a couple hours afterwards from all the hair that's flying, um, and and because I'm lazy, I typically groom them just in front of the barn and in one general spot, and and it's covered with a blanket of brown and black hair now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hoping the birds find it soon and make their yeah, nest for it. That's what I say. The the birds will love you for that. They can build their nest, feather their nest. Yep. That is so cool. That is so cool. So. But, well, I uh, think probably yeah, what you said. Spring. Yeah, it's springtime. Get the trailer in shape. Get the truck in shape. Check the tack. Make sure it's all okay, and uh, and make sure the horses or mules are in shape to go and hit some trails, and mm-hmm. uh, and work on your rear end to get it toughened <laughs> up and in shape. You know, after a long yep. winter of not doing any riding, it kind of takes that. So. 
Tell me about but, it. Every spring this time, I think, well, you know, I'm going to invest in a round pin so I can ride all year round. <laughs> and I never do. <laughs> uh, goodness gracious. Mm-mm-mm. Well, there's a lot to do to be ready to hit the trails and be able to hit them safely. And uh, I know we talk a lot about backcountry riding, but a lot of the folks mm-hmm. that are around the country are not riding in the backcountry, and so they're hit, hitting the trailheads um, or campgrounds, and you know they're they're just out riding for four to five to six or seven hours a day, and then heading back in to and there's take nothing wrong with that. No, there's nothing, nothing wrong, wrong with it. that at all. And, nothing uh, wrong with that. Five, six, seven hour day. That's a that's a long day. That is a you pretty know? long so, day. Yeah, that gets your butt. Uh, that gets your butt toughened up if you did eight hours on horseback today. <laughs> you might not walk the following, but yes, it would. <laughs> yeah, we went out for I guess three or four hours last weekend out in the high desert, and and boy, I felt it for a couple of days. You know, and and I'm I know Ruger felt it. You know, he was he was cranky. <laughs> You're making me work, Dad. My job. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, we need to we need to figure out, Robert, how to eventually get Bobby out for some short ride. <laughs> I I agree. Well, come I'm come just, fall. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna meet you for coffee, cobbler. Uh huh. How wonderful things you're making, Robert. <laughs> and you're more than uh, welcome. Oh, <laughs> uh, gosh. Well, you were, oh. you, were talking about, you were talking about coffee again. Um, morning coffee is the highlight of your day, and you had a nice um, Facebook oh, post. Oh, my kitchen about, boxes. Yeah, yeah you did a good job on those boxes. Yeah, kitchen boxes. Yeah. Yeah. You want to, well, you know, you want to talk about that for a minute? Yeah, the, the kitchen boxes. You know, I made those uh, a, a while back, a couple of years back, and I'm just tickled to death. I mean, I, I, I love breakfast, you know, but I don't want, I don't want, I don't want the LQ to smell like bacon and eggs, and, and smells linger. So built those kitchen boxes, and they give. Uh, they give everything a home. For the longest time before that, before the kitchen boxes, I, I stored everything in totes. And I think we've all lived through the tote phase at some point in our lives. And it's just a pain in the butt. <laughs> <laughs> so, so built the kitchen boxes, and you know I like them because they don't obscure my view to, to the rear. Um, and I just think they're the berries. It gives me a place to, to cook and make coffee and make breakfast. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm very, very tickled with them. Well, I was mm-hmm. impressed with the video. fact. Yep. Yeah, I was impressed Sorry. with the fact that you can that you can take them from the outside of the trailer and put them to the inside when you're traveling. Yep, and, uh, that was my or, big thing. Yeah, or if the weather is inclement, you know, to be able mm-hmm. to do that. So that that's yeah. pretty clever. Yeah, I mean I've uh, I've seen other ones. Uh well you you know me, Gary. I got a I got a ponder and noodle for the longest time before I take any action. And yeah. uh, and all the ones that I had seen before, they you know, they were just mounted over your fender. And yeah. 
And since, since I am challenged driving that big trailer, <laughs> I thought I didn't want that to be the case. Or if if you had a trailer that didn't have fenders, you know, a lot of your, you know, the, your your bigger trailers they're that full eight feet wide, and 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 you can't hang things off off the side of those, you know. That's true. So I wanted I wanted them stored inside, and it wasn't until after. I, I, I made them that the that the inclement weather cooking until it I, it, it, it took me some a, a, a couple camping trips where that was very welcome. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not I'm not going to stand outside for coffee, but I need my caffeine. I'm just going to use these on the inside. <laughs> well, that was that was very clever. I, I like that. I like that a lot. Well, good. I'm glad. I, I hope I hope they give people, or I hope the video gives people some some ideas for their own. Uh, well, I'm I'm sure it will. And the fact that you had decided that you should have made the shelves adjustable. Uh, yeah. You need. I guess you need to go back and remedy that with your own boxes, don't you? Can you? I can do anything, Gary. You know that. All right. All right. <laughs> well, I probably not. <laughs> you okay. Know, probably not. Um, I think the time to make them adjustable is at this point. As you're making to, them? Yeah, because I'd have to cut welds and stuff like that, and I'm not that handy. So <laughs> I just won't get rid of my camp kitchen or, or my camp stove. That stove. The, the 1964 Coleman two burner, that's the one that I have now, and that's the one I will keep using. <laughs> All right. All right. When that one dies, we'll we'll find something else to do. <laughs> All right. So cooking is important when you're out on the trail. And at the end of the day, after you've been out for that four to eight hour trail ride, mm-hmm. it's always so much fun to come back in and have a great dinner. That what is. is what is your favorite dinner recipe? My favorite dinner recipe. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a hard one. I think everything, mm-hmm. when it's seasoned with trail dust and sweat, is good. Um, <laughs> my, is, is it something I'm cooking or something somebody else is going to cook? You're cooking. You're cooking. You're uh, cook. I'm cooking. Yeah. Oh, I'm the cook. Okay. Now I got you. If it's something I'm cooking, I'm a big fan of my, my peanut chicken noodles. Mm-hmm. Okay. I've been doing those for a couple found, of years. I just I just found the recipe for that while you guys were talking. Oh wow! <laughs> wow. Well, brilliant minds think alike, Bobby. Yeah, peanut chicken noodles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that's if if you like Thai, it, it's not too bad. It's a, it's a decent facsimile. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes so I could see I, you. I could see you. I could see you, Robert. I, I know that you like to fish. You even like to catch more than you like to fish. Okay. So I could see you coming back in and having stuck some potatoes in the fire and made some baking potatoes and having some trout on the grill. I could I could see you doing that. Now have you ever I done that kind of meal? I could see me doing that too, but I've I've never done it. You have not. <laughs> done it? I've never done it. No. No, uh, I, 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 I'm not that good a fisherman to, to, 
<laughs> to, to catch those, that many trout. Uh, wow. And and I generally don't take whole potatoes. I take those little, uh, it looks like a little milk carton, you know, with the dehydrated yeah. hash brown things. I usually just yeah. take those. Oh, you know, wow. Uh, so yeah, I'm I'm I, I like your idea. Your idea sounds so much better than mine. Uh, <laughs> mm, so maybe you need to meet me in Tennessee, and we'll do some trout fishing and and take some baked potatoes. Maybe maybe up in the Big South. That might be a great place to do that. That would be very doable. I I, I yeah. would I would enjoy that very much. Because yeah, because uh, yeah, I've 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 only a couple of times taken taken the you know the the frozen steaks stuff, uh, you know, for that first night in. Um, oh wow! Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm just yeah, I don't enough know what to this, say. <laughs> enough of this backcountry stuff where you can't carry as much stuff. Give me a trailer. Give me a place to go and park and and ride for eight hours and come back in and sit down and have a glass of wine and some and grilled a fish. Well, <laughs> that would be okay too. That would not be a bad yeah. thing. That would not be a bad thing. There's something to be said for that. <laughs> a real bathroom, yeah. you know. Yeah. A real bathroom. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there 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 is something to be said for that. A whole bunch of good somethings to be said for that. Uh mm. and the older I get, the more appealing they are. <laughs> <laughs> so with this we're talking about trail riding at different locations. Let's take a break and listen to this great song by Belinda Gale and Wildwing. It's called Wild Sierras. And when we come back I want to pick your brain and find out your favorite trail riding destination when we come back on Saddle of America. He thought that he was ready to quit his running round. Thought that he'd try home life on for some. Now she was what I wanted for her, I'd settle down, but she saw the wild Sierra in my eyes. I saw the How'd she see those silver mountains reflecting in my soul and hear those pines whispering in my mind? You see, I knew my cowboy better than he Saw the wild 
always been the rambling kind Wandered far from home Been a long time gone From western skies When he said he'd never leave me I knew he'd have to go For I saw the equestrianlegacy.net and go to the menu and look at Rendezvous 2021 for all the information and you can make your reservations right there. So that is my plug. But I was just <laughs> thinking about that. I was thinking about that cooking with a trail riding. And so we've yeah. got a great chuck wagon cook that's going to, I mean, he makes gourmet meals. It's, it's going to be fun. Out of the chuck wagon? Out of the he, chuck he's wagon. He's going to have his chuck wagon there. He is going to have his chuck wagon there. Now, and, that just uh, sounds like way, way fun. 
It is going to be awesome. He's done that for me in Tennessee a couple of different years, and he moved to Arizona, and that just made it perfect for him to just come right on up to Bryce Canyon and do the cooking. So going to be a ton of fun, ton of fun. I bet But, Bobby, you could come too. I know. It's not that far, Bobby. Yeah, it's not it is not, not that, that far, far from from yeah, from Albuquerque. Yeah. You can do it in a, less than a day, and uh, and enjoy all of these people and and get to have a great time as well. So, but we want to talk about Robert Eversole's favorite place to trail ride. Favorite place to trail ride. It's mm-hmm. the trail that I'm on at, at any given time. Come on, you you know the answer mm-hmm. to that. Sorry, um, what's the next one? The next one, um, the Pesaten Wilderness Complex. Okay, so tell um, us about it. Uh, along the Canadian border, so central Washington, north along the Canadian border. Uh, it's the east side of the Cascades, and it, it starts out kind of nice and rolly. And then the closer you get to the Cascades, it gets more steepish, if you like that kind of stuff. Uh, not many people have, 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 have been there. It's, it's a smaller wilderness uh, complex. I think it's 700,000 acres, something like that. Wow. So, you know, plenty. You, there, there, there's plenty of places to go and, and, and to explore with that kind of, kind of area. Uh, not a whole lot of smallish loops. It's not a place where you would pull into a, a campground. They, there are equestrian camps, uh, 14 miles, one that I usually camp in. But, you know, there are all sorts of loop trails because we all li- love the loop trails, you know. And, right. and they have them there, but they're, you know, 7,500 miles long. So, oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> so it, it's more of a... You know, stop there, do some day rides in and out, or or, or st- stage a pack trip going in. Uh, but not Look. many people have have heard of it, uh, and so it doesn't get a lot of the traffic that other areas do, like the uh, like the Bob Marshall Complex in Montana. You know, right. uh, iconic uh, gets a fair bit of traffic. Granted, with a million and a half acres, twice the size of Rhode Island. It could have some uh, there's traffic. There's a lot of room. It, it, it yeah. can handle that. Yeah. Um, but even fewer in the Pesaten. But but there there's no there there's no restaurant there. <laughs> <laughs> and you're making you're you're making meal plans sound really really good. <laughs> no truck wagon cook there, huh? Yep, no truck wagon cook. Oh, uh, so now there is a place that I try to go every year. Um, called Haney Meadow, and it's up in the Cascades as well. And it does have lots of loop trails in it um, where you, you, it's very doable to, to do your seven, you know, three, four, one-hour ride, you know, whatever length you want, right, and then right. be back at the trailer for a nice glass of wine, a campfire, and a fine meal that somebody else has cooked. Uh, we've talked about Haney. We've talked about Haney Meadow before. Yeah, Are it's you, the very first place Celeste and I went camping when we moved to Washington. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's kind of a special spot for the for the Eversole is. family, isn't it? 
It is. We try to go there every year, although now that I think of it, I don't know that we're heading back there this year. It, it doesn't melt out until into June. Okay. Because um, it's, it's up there. Um, and so, but into June, I've got a, a Ty Evans clinic. Um, so I'm going to have four days of trying to sip imp- information from a fire hydrant, so to speak. Um, <laughs> so, and I think I'm going to take Coco to that one, actually. Okay. Um, and I know she and I could both get a lot out of it, but we've got that immediately followed by 10 days up in the Pesaten. And I think by the time we get back from that, you know, summer will be well started. That's the only bad thing about the Pacific Northwest. Uh, summer starts late and ends early. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know? Um, can, Robert, yeah. can I just jump in for a second? I'm on no, your no, website, you um, I'm on the website, trailmeister.com. <laughs> While you and Gary are talking about these places, I thought, well, why don't I just go to Trailmeister and see yeah. what comes up? So I, I, I figured out how to spell Pesaten correctly, and okay. um, I, I put it in the search. And I get things like um, Beaver Creek Camp in Twisp, Washington, yep. Cold Springs Campground in Tenasket, Washington. Uh-huh. So these are different trail names that are within the uh, Pesaten. Is that is that yeah. what I? Different uh, trailheads uh, surrounding the Pesaten mm-hmm. complex. Exactly. Yeah, it's very cool. So there's just in this little search, there are seven of them. Mm-hmm. Now it says trail miles. So for instance, Robinson Creek, it says seventy-five miles. So does that mean that seventy-five miles of trails? Oh yeah, easily. And and actually, so Robinson Creek um, uh, is it says 75 miles, but I, I, there's hundreds and hundreds of miles of trails within the complex. But it's 75 mm-hmm. miles that are like close by and easily accessed from that trailhead. Uh, but yeah, so 75 miles of out and back, no loops at all. And uh, oh. from Robinson, there's a lot of snakes. Because they, <laughs> they never once had the T-shirt, okay. not going back. Uh, yeah, well. <laughs> and then, and then on uh, on this little um, chart where you get this information in the nearby city, you also mm-hmm. have little icons for activities. So there's like a tent, there's a yes. walker, a bicycle, and a horse. And the horse, yep. of course, is on all of them. Um, tent mm-hmm. is on all of them, and then amenities: water. Restrooms, yeah. and then there's, there's is that a flame? Flame for um, there's like a little drop. Is that a flame? No, the the little drop is the icon oh, for potable water. water. Yeah, stock water. I stock think when water I put my or, or potable no. water for people. Yeah. Uh, well, thank oh, you. Cool. And there's a little yeah, the I mean, little square is, is corrals. Okay. Uh, and or if there's high lines. And then there's electric. Uh, yeah, bravo. <laughs> well, you know, we don't, we, don't, we don't talk a lot about your website. We talk about some of your tips and some of your newsletters and things, but actually this website, um, for anybody who's thinking now about where are we going to go, you know, what are we going to do, um, 
this is really fabulous how much information you provide just on the horse trail part of Bobby, your trail map. Bobby, you talk all day, and I love it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but thank you. Yeah, that's the whole reason I started the website was to help people find places to plan their next trip. And so, and you can you can sort by from that main trail page. Not only can you sort by state and mileage, but you can sort by zip code. So, if you knew the zip code for Nashville, and you plug that in. And it would pull up all the areas within, I think the default is uh, 100 miles uh, radius. So you can search like that, and and it, it gives you all the information that, that I want to know <laughs> about an area. Um. <laughs> you know, so what's the parking like? Are there restrooms? <laughs> Come in for yeah, see, there's two, there's two trails in my area. There's... Um, well, there's one. There's Red Canyon. Red Canyon's okay. 20 miles away in Mont Air, New Mexico. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's that's really fun. Yeah, yeah. I'm 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 glad you like it. Um, it's, it's it's always work in progress, but we have 3,700 and change diff- different areas across the U.S. and Canada at this point, um, and adding probably on average, I don't know. 10, 15 new ones a week. I'm actually way, way behind. I need to go through and <laughs> and, and do some editing and, and getting the, the new places that people have submitted up on. I, I've been, well, past two days I was working on the on the Kitchen Box video. <laughs> so I got a little <laughs> bit behind there. Yeah. And, Gary, yeah. you have four. You have four near you. There's Bryce, of course, and then there's Coyote Hollow Equestrian Campground, and there's Low Sea Canyon Trailhead and Paria Paria River Ranch. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, Paria, Paria, Paria. That's you. that's all yes. here in Utah. That's all here in Utah. Uh-huh, yeah, that's all, yep. that's all within your. Uh, I put in your name of your town. Yeah, it's yeah. actually sort of fun. Yeah, well, good. I've been to Pariah River Campground, and it is way nifty. I think they have new owners now, don't they, Gary? I'm not sure. I'm not sure, but oh. I'll, I'll I'll pass that tonight. I'll pass that it tonight. It has every It has it has RV hookup. It has electrical. It has corral. It has stock water. It has portable water. Water. It has every amenity. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's yeah. a full-service kind of place, and some of the riding out of there, you know, the whole Red Rock River Canyon, you know, there's a, a an area, uh, and it's 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 not an hour ride out from the, the campground, and they call it the Nautilus. And Bobby, since you since you are the fabulous Googler in charge, Chief Googler in charge, we will call you. <laughs> Um, if you Google Nautilus, Utah, I bet you'll have some great pictures. It's this sandstone rock formation that is curved and twisting like a Nautilus shell that you can ride to. Um, and then all the different and colors of, of the sandstone. Very yeah, it's cool. Be- beautiful area. Oh, yeah. And and beautiful. where where rendezvous yeah. will be in September is going to be at the Bry- uh, Bryce Valley Ranch and RV Park, which is a brand new park. doesn't open up until May, 
but it has mm-hmm. 130 campsites with water and electricity and bathhouses, and it is a pretty stinking cool spot. And it's right on, Robert, it's right on Scenic Highway 12. Okay. So, so easy to get to. So easy have to get to. to put to. that on the list. You will have to do that. Yeah. Sherry and, but... Sherry and Peter Jensen are the owners, and mm-hmm. uh, they are going to be tickled to death to be hosting us this year for Rendezvous 2021 out in the West. So that's pretty cool. Hey, we're about to run out of time. Uh-oh. And uh, th- this show has been too stinking much fun. It so. has been a hoot. It's always a joy to <laughs> chat with you guys. And well, now you've got me hungry talking about fine, fine dining. Fine bottle of wine and a big trout that you'll grill on the. You could just do no, that no, no. Fine bottle salmon. of wine and having the the uh, the chuck wagon guy fix dinner for you. That would work. There you go. That would work. That would work. <laughs> All right, and you know where you can get that. That's in September at Rendezvous 2021 exactly. in the West. But anyway, well, Robert, we're going to be talking to you next week. This has been fun, and and thanks so much for being with us today. It's always a joy. You guys take care. Bobby, it's always good to chat with you, and I think we have to include you with the September thing in Utah. Right? I'm telling you, we, we may need to apply some pressure. There there should be a little pressure applied right there. I, I, I think hope, you're right. Hope springs eternal. It does. It does. All right, we're gonna we're gonna listen to Colorado Trail by Mr. Mike Blakely, and we'll be back in a minute minute on Saddle Up America. Robert, thanks so much. It's a joy. Take care. Bye bye. All right. See ya.
dark is the sky Wish I'd stayed in Abilene Warm and safe and dry Weep all ye little rains Wail winds wave All along, along, along The Colorado Trail All along, along, along The Colorado Mr. Mike Blakely, the Colorado Trail, and you are listening to Saddle Up America on the Equestrian Legacy Radio Network with Bobby Bell, and I'm Gary Holt. So this has been fun, Bobby. It has been. It always is. Great music with Jesse and Noah, and uh, and uh, been a ton of fun with Robert Eversole, and so we're going to be looking forward to seeing Robert at Rendezvous in September, and Bobby and Jim at Rendezvous in September in Utah, <laughs> and uh, plenty of chuck wagon cooking and great music with some of your friends that are going to be out here, so... You'll just enjoy yourself. You don't have to get on a horse, but you will enjoy you will enjoy the country. I tell you, I went to uh, uh, went out to Bryce Canyon proper and explored that on Tuesday. One of our daughters mm-hmm. had her 18th birthday, and so we took her and uh, the youngest one to uh, Bryce Canyon and explored. And it's absolutely breathtaking, absolutely mm-hmm. breathtaking. So everybody will enjoy coming out to the Bryce Canyon area, and some folks will be able to ride and hike and experience uh, the great red rock glory of southern Utah. And, of course, you can join us in Tennessee in June at uh, the Circle E Guest Ranch and explore the glorious mountains of East Tennessee. So there's plenty and plenty of opportunity to get out and ride, and it's all for a great cause. All for great cause. Hope and healing at Hill and Glade that supports our servicemen and women with PTSD through their equine therapy program and, of course, the Mustang Heritage Foundation. So I have noticed that Bobby Bell is expanding her radio reach with uh, buyamericanradio.com. Is that correct? That's correct. Founded Two by husband Terry Brown. Yeah, uh, two, two shows. shows, the Out West Hour, yeah, Out West Hour, an original um, playlist on Fridays at noon, and it repeats Saturday at noon, and the Master's Call, Sunday at noon, and this is specific time, Sunday at noon, and it repeats Sunday at four, and then podcasts of it are available at outwestshop.com or Terry Brown, Mixcloud, forward slash Terry Brown. And then he's posting the um, podcast there as well. Yeah, okay. I, uh, yeah, I think, um, uh, yeah, I'm doing a lot of radio. <laughs> 
I think everybody's doing it. a lot of radio. I think everybody's yeah. doing a lot of radio. Alan and Jill Kirkham have got a new show on yeah. Uh, yeah. Cowboy Radio, radio. or American yep. Cowboy Radio. show on Sundays. Yep. Tuesday yep. night, I yep. just noticed, American. just started a new show. So everybody's oh, has she get, that now? That's great. Yeah. Okay, yeah. great. Mm-hmm. So, so everybody's getting in on the radio thing. So, well, we plenty need more of, platforms plenty to of, get this music plenty out. Of, mm-hmm. Plenty of music out there. Well, this has been a fun couple of hours. We have got a great show coming next week. It is, it's been too long since we've had Jennifer Lind on the show. And so yeah. she's going to be on uh, the Campfire Cafe next week. You know, she was part of the new Christy Minstrels, and she's a tremendous singer and a good friend. And so we're going to welcome her back to the Campfire Cafe. And then Richard Winters will be joining us, and he is a phenomenal clinician. He's one road to the horse. He was the headmaster of the horse program at Thatcher School right before mm-hmm. Trinity and Jeff Seedy went out there. And so he's going to be joining us. He will be at Rendezvous East in June and will be doing a clinic for a couple of days there for people to come and participate in. So Richard is going to be on the show on Saddle Up America next Thursday. So it all begins at noon Central Standard Time at equestrianlegacy.net. And you can listen to the podcast on iHeartRadio, Spotify, and Apple Podcast as well. Just search for Equestrian Legacy Radio, and there are all kinds of shows to go back to and listen. But uh, anything that you'd like to leave with a closing thought for today? Well, you know, PBS has been airing a documentary, um, a film by Ken Burns and Lynn Novick um, this week on Ernest Hemingway. And I liked this quote. The best way to find out if you can trust someone is to trust him. That's pretty good. That will either prove it or not, won't it? It sure will. (laughs) All right. Well, we want to thank you for listening to Equestrian Legacy Radio Network today. Be sure and join us next Thursday. Invite your friends and uh, invite them to go back and listen to the podcast of the show as well. But right now, let's close out the show with one by Carol Markstrom. It's called Bandita. And we remind you, if you climb in the saddle, get ready for the ride on the Equestrian Legacy Radio Network. Bobby, we'll see you next week on the radio. See you next week. She was born in Mexico, daughter of a highwayman. She was a desert rose in a rugged land. So many things she didn't know when the rose began to grow. Fell out of love with a dangerous man When the change began to blow She tried to leave, he wouldn't let her go She left lying dead in the desert sand Oh, Bandita He never wanted to live this way
Nobody go, no kind of life for a day. 